I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, my name's Josh. I grew up poor. My mom and dad did try their best, but having had no education themselves, they found it hard to find jobs that would pay enough money to raise four kids. Dad was a janitor at our local high school, and Mom did whatever work she could find. She washed people's laundry, did some babysitting, and from time to time, she would go to people's houses and clean for them. It wasn't easy having a life like that in high school, especially because most of the kids there had money. One time, a couple of girls got jealous that I won an essay writing competition over them, so they took it out on me. They just gave him the prize because he needs the money. I mean, look at his shoes! There are holes everywhere. You might as well go barefoot. Yeah, Josh lives in a trailer park. His mom does our laundry. My mom only hires her out of pity. Did you know we have to have our clothes washed twice? Because every time Josh's mom does it, it comes back smelling like poverty? I used to fight back whenever people insulted my mom and dad. But I landed in the principal's office so many times because of it that my mom begged me to just keep my head down. And I did. I just endured their ridicule no matter what. I would look at the ground and walk away. It was worse when they found out about my dad. I was backstage doing some lighting work for the theater group when I realized I'd forgotten my lunch at home. Dad appeared backstage with his mop and bucket and he handed me the brown paper bag that my sandwich was in. I thanked him and he left. But after that, my classmates laughed at me. Yo, check it out! Josh's dad is the school janitor! (laughs) <laughs> wow, must be nice to have the world's worst janitor as your dad. <laughs> Bet you he can't keep their house clean either. <sighs> What's it like to have a dad who earns minimum wage, Josh? Honestly, I was just glad to have graduated high school. I had no fond memories of those years. As soon as I graduated, I went straight to work. I promised myself I would save up and get out of that town as soon as I could. But. My plans didn't work out the way I hoped, and being a waiter isn't the most glamorous job in the world. Customers are always complaining about the most ridiculous things, and they blame me as if it was my fault. 
one time, this lady shouted at me for her drink being room temperature. I apologized, but she poured the drink on my head and demanded to speak to the manager. Uh, Ma'am, you told me you didn't want ice in your iced coffee. Of course, coffee being a hot beverage, if it wasn't mixed with any ice, it would be hot. I even gave her the added courtesy of shaking it with ice and then picking out the ice myself just so the drink would cool down without getting watered down. And I let the drink chill in the blast freezer just to make sure it was cold. But she sat there, outside on a hot summer's day, chatting away with her friends for a good hour before she even touched her drink. I was happy to exchange the drink for a new one, but then she started yelling at me. My manager, of course, sided with her. And he banished me to the kitchen for the day. He also took my tips for the entire day just for that. That scenario wasn't new for me either. My boss has always had it out for me ever since I started working there. And I'd quit if I had any other choice. But money was tight, and I needed the job. Our town was small, and having a job and keeping it was a privilege. All the waiters, waitresses, and cooks in that place weren't fans of Doug. That's the manager's name. We've complained constantly to the owner. But every single time we tell her that Doug was stealing our tips, or that he was pocketing money out of the cash register, we'd get ignored. It was probably because Doug was the owner's boyfriend on the side. Yep, the owner was married. And as far as we know, the only reason Doug can't be fired is because he can destroy the owner's marriage. He did whatever he liked at the restaurant. He'd come in late, treat the staff and the customers like we were trash. Some days, he didn't even bother coming in. Those were the best days. The restaurant would be full, we would all work smoothly, and we gotta keep all of our tips. But one day, everything became too much, and I finally reached my limits with Doug. I was cleaning up a table when I felt someone bump into me. And then an unholy cascade of lava splashed onto me and flowed down my leg. I screamed in pain. And when I looked back, I saw the most angelic girl that I'd ever laid eyes on. I was so confused. My eyes were experiencing heaven. And my legs were experiencing a nightmare. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I tried to smile at her, but all I managed was a wince of pain. Oh, <laughs> it, it's no trouble. Miss, I, I'm so sorry you, your drink spilled. I, I, uh, oh, I'll get you a new one right away. A crowd began to gather around us and people fussed over me. I could barely stand straight for all the pain I was feeling. But I kept a smile on and told them I was okay. Dude. You gotta go to the hospital. Or at least let us get you some first aid. There's some ointment in the back. Ah, it's really nothing. I'm fine. It's just a bit hot. Nonsense. At least let me take a look at it. I'm studying to become a doctor. It was at that moment that Doug appeared from behind the crowd, already annoyed. What is this? Who's causing a scene at my restaurant? Oh, it's you. Get back to work, all of you! You! Customers, get back to your seats right now! That's not a nice way to talk to people. Oh yeah? And who might, uh, you be? Doug backtracked as soon as he saw how beautiful Kendall was. 
and suddenly he was all smiles. I... <clears throat> I'm sorry, I must have gotten caught up in the moment there. Please, miss, what seems to be the problem? Maybe I can assist. You! Josh! What did you do this time? Kendall tried to explain that it was her fault. She told Doug that he was busy with her phone and didn't see me cleaning the tables, but Doug wouldn't hear of it. I think he wanted to impress Kendall and show her he was the boss, but it's definitely not working for her. Doug demanded that I go back to work while Kendall insisted that she wanted to take me to a hospital. When Doug wouldn't budge, Kendall told him that I should at least get some first aid and a bit of rest. I was starting to feel dizzy, but Doug insisted I go to the kitchen and make him a sandwich. Boss? I'm not feeling too good. Let him sit down for a bit. If you don't get up right this instant, you're fired! I don't know why I was so out of it. My legs hurt, but it wasn't that. And then I realized that I hadn't eaten for over a day, and I hadn't slept for two days either. I had been working double shifts because someone didn't show up for their shift yesterday, and Doug demanded that I fill in. I felt myself grow faint, and... I woke up with beeping noises around me. I'm glad you're awake. Where... Where am I? You're at my mom's hospital. You fainted. A doctor came in who looked exactly like her, and I was shocked to find out that that was her mom. They looked like sisters. The doctor checked up on me and told me I was going to be okay him that my stay at the hospital was free. Kendall told me that I'd been asleep for an entire day, and my stomach sank. Oh, no. My job. Kendall looked downcast. She told me that Doug fired me for missing work, and I lost hope. I had no way to help my parents, and we were already struggling to pay for my brother's tuition. I'm sorry. I... I tried to stop him, but... It's all right. Thank you. For helping me. But it's not all doom and gloom. I actually came to tell you I wanted to help. Kendall introduced me to her dad. And she gave me the best news I'd heard all month. Her dad owned the largest restaurant franchise in the state. And she convinced him to hire me. I worked hard when I was finally back on my feet. I learned quickly and adapted to my new job. I stayed late, and I was the first to get there every day. And that really impressed my manager. And so, I got promoted. A few months later, Kendall's dad called me to the headquarters and told me that my talents were better used as a regional manager. He told me he wanted me to train other employees. And just like that, my life changed. I was earning so much more that I was able to send my brothers to college. And I helped my parents pay off their mortgage. After that, I managed to buy my own franchise from Kendall's dad. He was so proud of how far I'd come that at one of our company's parties, he gave me an award. Through the years, Kendall and I saw each other frequently. We started dating the night I got that award. We moved in together when my franchise won Best Restaurant in Town. My restaurant was doing so well, it put other restaurants out of business. One day... My old manager came begging me for work. I laughed in his face. 
Oh, you still work there? You never got promoted? Aw, so sad. But all the positions in my restaurant have been filled. Unless you want to apply as a janitor. Anything, anything, please! My girlfriend kicked me out when she found a younger boyfriend. Now, I have no money! Kendall was against hiring him. But honestly, I did it for my own satisfaction. I had a lovely time ordering Doug around like he used to do with me. At the company Christmas party, Kendall's dad invited all the employees of his corporation. There must have been at least 3,000 people. I gathered you all here today not just to celebrate the holidays, but to make two very big announcements. I am stepping down as the CEO. And that's because I finally found a worthy successor. Everyone gasped. All the top managers were on the edge of their seats. I would have liked to pass this on to my daughter, but since she's following her mom's footsteps, I think it best go to Josh, since he's going to be my son-in-law soon enough. The room was shocked at the double reveal. That's right. Your new CEO, Josh Ryman, is now officially engaged to my lovely daughter. Give them a round of applause. And as the room erupted with thunderous cheer, I pulled Kendall close and kissed her. I was so proud. Just goes to show, no matter the odds, working hard always pays off. I used to be the prince of our city. I was popular, rich, and every girl wanted to date me. I wasn't even out of high school yet, and I got proposals left and right. Some families would come knocking at our door, pushing their daughters at me and begging my mom and dad to arrange a marriage between our families. See, dad owned a gold mine and a huge farm the size of three mountains. I was at the top of my class every year, and I was able to charm anyone I talked to. Everyone at school was my friend. I was the teacher's pet. Every man and woman I passed on the street knew me by name. And I was happy. A lot of people considered me a catch. But one day, bad luck struck. Our mine caved in. And suddenly, our farm kept getting stolen from. My dad's businesses collapsed from under us. And one day, we lost him. And the battle for my inheritance began. Aunts and uncles and cousins I've never even heard of came to visit. They talked sweet to me and did everything to get my favor. They basically made themselves my servants feeding me and cleaning my house and getting me everything I needed before I even knew I needed it, just so they could have a share of what my parents had left. Josh, dearie, don't you think you should give your uncle and I a chance at running the farm? You're so young and inexperienced. Let us take the load off your back. My dad said we're far enough cousins that we can marry. I I mean, I'm pretty, and wouldn't you rather keep it in the family? Oh, shut up, Mariana. If you want to marry someone, Josh, marry my daughter. She's going to give you lots of heirs. We already know she can since she's just had her second baby. But my dad left me a letter in his will, and in it, he warned me against the vipers that were my relatives. He knew they were greedy and would do anything to get their hands on money. And so, I made it very clear that none of them were going to have anything to do with mom and dad's fortune. That's when the family soured against me. They wanted nothing to do with me. I had just gotten into college when I had to go back home and run the farm, and I had to deal with the caved-in mine. I didn't want the farm to sink further and further into debt, 
So, I sacrificed everything and went home. I left everything behind and lived at the farm. I had nothing else. I poured all my time, energy, and effort into bringing it back. But hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Every morning, we would wake up only to find half of our harvest gone and stolen. I stayed up that night and watched from atop the mountain. People were holding up lanterns, and I could see their face clearly. It was the very same aunt and uncle who wanted control of the farm. And when I ran down and called out after them, they ran with their minions, disappearing into the night and turning their lanterns off, so we couldn't see where they went. I followed the footsteps in the morning, and they led directly to my aunt and uncle's house. I was ready to call the cops on them when another uncle came between us. Don't you think fighting amongst family is bad? And anyway, it's not your farm, is it? So it's not your fruit they stole. Not my farm? Your dad bought that land with my money. Which he already paid back. I wonder what my lawyers have to say about that. Besides, the farm's in debt. Only I can save it. And if I do, it will become mine. He was rich. He was already so rich. His mansion had 30 rooms. But why did he want my farm, too? I tried to fight it, but it was useless. My mom was too weak to try and even fight for her own rights. Dad's family never did like her. They always saw my mom as a gold digger, even though she was the one who worked twice as hard as Dad ever did. Mom didn't want his family hating her even more. So she told me to step aside and just do as they wanted. And soon, they took Dad's farm. My own inheritance. Then they claimed my house, too. The only thing they didn't claim was the mine. They thought it was hopeless. When my relatives kicked Mom and I out of our house, we had to live in that cave. We were so poor we would go begging in the city. We would knock at the doors of old friends' houses. But suddenly, they were all closed to us. And those many friends we used to have became strangers. They laughed behind our backs and told lies about my mom. What they all didn't know was that we weren't going to be poor for very long. While I was digging around in Dad's old office there, I found a box. And in it was a letter Dad had written to me years before. In it, he told me that if the time ever came that I needed desperate help, I had to go to a certain bank in town and hand them a key. The key was taped to the back of the letter. Mom and I wasted no time, and the moment I showed the key to the banker, he hurried to the back, 
and in a second, the bank manager came out to greet me. He led me to the vaults down below, and there, I saw a mountain of gold. I thought to myself how Dad used to make that much gold in the mine, but my daydream was squashed when the bank manager led me to a different room full of metal boxes. He opened one and fished out the only content. A piece of paper. Another letter? I was already disappointed. N no, this is in fact a deed to a house. Your father instructed that if you're ever in trouble, you must make it your residence. I was annoyed. Why couldn't he have just left us some sort of savings? When we got to the house, I was even more annoyed. It was tiny. Tiny enough that the people who knew we were moving there laughed at us and told us that the cave we were living in was bigger. It was the cheapest house in town, and our neighbors made sure to mock us for it. Look at how the mighty have fallen! Yeah, serves him right! Did you know? I asked him to prom once, but he took that nerd Sarah Hyde instead of me. Well, who's laughing now? It had only one bedroom, so I ended up sleeping on the couch. But I guess that was lucky. Because one night, I was having trouble sleeping. And I realized why. The lights were off, but somehow it was still bright. I never realized that light was streaming in from somewhere. So I looked for the source. And then I found something odd behind the bookshelf. There was a small door, and there was light coming from the other side. I tapped everywhere. I tried to find a lock, a, a doorknob, a switch. But I couldn't find anything. And then I saw the keyhole. And the door opened to the very same key that was in the back of that letter Dad wrote me. I was scared. But the tunnel was lit by bright lights. I walked about a kilometer... And when I surfaced, I realized I was in the very same vault I visited before. And this time, I was in the room where all that gold was. I see you've finally discovered the secrets of the house. I jumped in surprise. The banker just appeared out of nowhere. I... I... Is this... All yours. You may use that tunnel anytime you like. There will always be someone in this vault to help you, should you need it. I was so excited. I ran all the way back and woke my mom up. I showed her the gold, and she nearly fainted. We didn't live any differently. We just lived a humble, normal life. I realized the moment people saw again how much we had, they would descend on us like the vultures they were. And so, mom and I only took what we needed. Until one day, while I was walking my dog, and I met someone who changed my life. Her name was Hannah. We were in love from that moment on. Her dog became my dog's boyfriend, and I became hers. Eventually, we got married, and it was only then that she's told me that she was actually the heiress to a huge ranch right beside my dad's old farm. She couldn't bear to see mom and me living in that tiny home, so she made us move into her farm mansion. It was then that I saw my uncle and aunt digging furiously at my dad's farm. I learned that the rumor of my dad's hidden treasure had been known to my relatives for a long time. And that's why they wanted the farm so bad. They thought my dad had buried it there. I flaunted my new life to them, because with every day that passed, the farm went into more and more debt. And that's when my relatives tried to break up my marriage. They spread rumors, told my wife's family that I was using their daughter, that I was a gold digger like my mom. And it almost worked. 
Hannah's dad almost made her get a divorce. But to make sure they understood I wasn't in it for Hannah's inheritance, I took them all to the vault. I even took a picture of us. And on that day, I dropped a bunch of those photos at my uncle's house. They will never know where the treasure was hidden. They begged me for help. They begged me to help pay their debt. Well, it seems I'm the only one who can pay for the farm's debt. And if I do, the farm will be mine. That was the first time I spent that much money on myself. I cashed in ten gold bars, and in a week, the farm was back in my name. I evicted my uncles, my aunts, and all the cousins who had stolen my inheritance from me. I installed guards, and if any of them came anywhere close, they would be charged with trespassing. Mom lived at our old farmhouse, and I lived with my new wife at hers. Together, we ran the farms and transformed them into a tourism destination. I'm no longer worried about anyone stealing my harvest. And the people who looked down on me and laughed at me for living in a tiny house were suddenly quiet. They begged to be my friends again, but I ignored them. I had no room in my life for fair-weather friends. After all, I had everything I needed. My wife, our new son, my mother, and our two dogs. Every year, Hannah's family would visit, and we'd have a huge party. It was something that everyone in town wanted to attend, and they were all invited. Except my relatives, of course. I'm Leonardo. One day while making myself pasta for dinner, my stepmother called me for help from the front door. Leonardo, come here quick! I removed the pasta from the stove and hurried quickly to see what she needed. She had just arrived from her shopping trip holding a million bags. Three taxis are waiting outside to be unloaded. Go get those shopping bags, chop chop! They don't have all day. Every time my dad got his paycheck, my stepmom would go shopping and spend every penny. She bought so much stuff, she had to take several taxis home to carry it all. My stepmother is a shopaholic who buys things uncontrollably. It's a severe mental health issue. Compulsive buying disorder is the medical term for it. She gets anxiety attacks when she doesn't shop. Her face gets flushed and her palms get sweaty. She starts pacing around the house panicked. My dad has taken her to see so many doctors over the years. They all diagnosed her as a shopaholic. However, my stepmom refuses treatment each time saying, I'm not sick. I just like shopping like any other woman. To support her bad habits, she needs money. My poor father has to work three jobs to support her spending. My dad is a barber by day, a hotel receptionist by night, and a weekend flea market vendor. He has to work every single day of the week so that my stepmom can keep <laughs> shopping. After bringing all her new shopping bags inside, I shuffled back to the kitchen to finish making dinner. My dad came home just as I sat down to eat. He looked exhausted. There were black circles under his eyes. I felt terrible for him. When he saw me, he closed his eyes and gave me a smile. This smells so good. Don't tell me. I'll guess the ingredients from the smell. This is pasta pomodoro, he said. <laughs> of course, he was right. Did you make your grandmother's or your mother's recipe? He asked. My mom's recipe, of course. She was the one who taught me how to cook. I always follow her recipes. Ready to dig in? I asked. My dad replied, Nah, I'll get a snack at the hotel. I just came home for a change of clothes. He turned and left me alone in the kitchen. We lost my mom when I was 12. Our family is originally from Italy. My mother used to cook traditional dishes at home every day of the week. As a small kid, I used to find cooking rather dull. Mom taught me otherwise. She would say, These dishes are a gift from our ancestors. 
We need to pay our respects to them by passing these recipes to the next generation. She taught me how to cook, and I memorized every recipe by heart. Three years after my mom passed away, my dad remarried. Unlike my mom, my stepmom never cooks. She always orders out, which usually isn't a problem since I cook for myself. I make the fabulous dishes my mom passed on to me. When I walked into the kitchen, I saw my dad making an omelet one morning. He served it to me saying, This might not be as good as the ones you make, but it's not so bad either. He then collapsed on the floor suddenly. Dad! Dad! I yelled as I jumped up from my seat. I called 911 immediately, doing my best not to panic as I told them what had happened. The ambulance arrived minutes later, and the paramedics took my dad away. As I was getting ready to leave, my stepmom woke up from her nap upstairs. What's going on? You made such a racket. I couldn't sleep because of you, she complained. I told her what had happened. Can you guess the first thing she said? But he has to go to work. If he can't work, you should start looking for a job. I got so mad I didn't say anything to her. I rushed to the hospital as soon as possible and found out how my father was doing. When I made it there, dad was just waking up. The doctor said his immune system was on the verge of collapse because of extreme fatigue. He was ordered to stop any physical activity and rest for at least three months to recover fully. When we got back home, my stepmom found out my dad wouldn't be able to work for the next three months, and she was furious. She turned to me screaming, You're not going to school anymore! Find a job and get to work! I need money! I need a lot of money! My stepmom began having a panic attack, overwhelmed by the need to go shopping. She snatched the last few bills from my dad's wallet and ran out. I started looking for a job the next day. I applied at a pizza place and landed an interview. Thanks to my mom, I landed the job. The restaurant owner tasked me with making pizza dough during the interview. He was so impressed with how I handled the dough that he said, You were born to do this, my friend, and he hired me on the spot. My stepmom took all of my money at the end of the first month. After counting it, she said, Is this it? You'd better find a second job where you can work nights so I can maintain our standard of living. When he heard this, my dad responded, You're the reason why I got sick. I'm not going to let you do the same thing to Leonardo. Leave him alone. Oh, shut up. If you're not making money, then your son will. Who else is going to take responsibility? She growled. I loved my job. My boss was a great guy. One day I asked him, I have a special pizza recipe that my mom taught me. I'd like to make one for you and see if you'd like to put it on the menu. My boss loved the idea. Sure, but I have a condition. How about we name the pizza after your mama so that her name will live on, he replied. Thus, Pizza Sophia was born, and soon after, it became everyone's favorite. One night, I brought a whole Pizza Sophia pie home for my dad. My dad got emotional while eating it. So good. It's as if your mom made it. I love it, he said. When my stepmom found out about the story behind the pizza, she was jealous. What kind of a name is Pizza Sophia? She grabbed my dad's pizza and threw it away. That pizza belongs in the trash. I'm sure it tastes like it too. She was totally wrong, of course. Pizza Sophia had become the signature pizza at the restaurant. Soon everyone knew about it. People came from all over just to order one. There was a long line in front of the restaurant all day long. One evening, after handing me my paycheck, my boss said, This is your last one. I was shocked. Are you firing me? I asked. He took out a piece of paper with partnership agreement written on it. No, I'm making you my partner. This is your success story, not mine. You're not going to get a paycheck anymore. You'll get to keep half of the money we make. 
and we'll change the restaurant's name to Pizza Sophia. What do you say, partner? He asked. I was even more surprised when I heard the pizzeria was making thousands of dollars every day. If I were to become a partner, it would mean that I'd be rich. I was so happy when I came home, but was surprised to see my father wasn't there. I asked my stepmom where he'd gone. He went to work. How am I supposed to maintain our lifestyle with your meager paycheck? We simply need more money, she said. You have no heart. My dad isn't strong enough to go back to work. You're going to make him sick again, I screamed. I ran to the barber shop where my dad worked. He was sitting on a chair when I walked in, his face chalk white. Dad, why did you come here? You were supposed to be resting, I said. You're right, son. I came here because your stepmom gave me a hard time. But I collapsed as I was trying to cut a customer's hair, he replied. I took my dad to the hospital immediately. The doctor did a thorough examination. It's better for him to stay here for a while. He needs special care, but the insurance doesn't cover it. Though, he can choose to stay home if cost is a concern, said the doctor. I was suddenly thankful that money wasn't an issue anymore. I can pay for it. Please, do whatever is necessary, I replied. After closing the restaurant each night, I would visit my dad at the hospital. To my relief, he was getting better day by day. As the business grew, I bought a lovely house for myself. After spending most of my free time visiting my dad, I would return to my own place. One night at the hospital, I saw my stepmom in my dad's room. She didn't see me behind her. Enough with this illness! Get up and get to work! I can't keep living like some pauper! I'm leaving you if you don't start working by tomorrow! I was so sad for my dad, but there was nothing I could do. I left the hospital without either of them seeing me. This was something they needed to figure out between themselves. Finally, the time came for my dad to be discharged from the hospital. That morning, he said to me, Son, I told your stepmother that I wanted a divorce. I need a place to stay while our case gets reviewed. This was the best news. <laughs> of course, Dad. You can stay with me forever. I picked up my father in my brand new sports car, eager to move my dad into our new home. My stepmom arrived as we were about to leave the hospital parking lot. She must have just found out my dad was being discharged. When she saw the car, her eyes went wide. Is this yours? She asked. I nodded, smiling. <laughs> you couldn't possibly afford something like this on a pizza cook's paycheck, she said. She then turned to my dad. You told me you wanted a divorce, but I'm sure you did that only because you were angry in the moment. Let's go back home and have a nice dinner. Let's be a family together, she said. My dad and I looked at each other before we burst into <laughs> laughter. She obviously thought she was giving the performance of her life, but she was such a lousy actor we couldn't help but laugh. I was dead serious, my dad said. I'm going to live with my son from now on. That's wonderful, she said with a fake laugh. Leonardo has a house too? Clearly you two have a lot of money now. I can manage it for the two of you. Give your new house the care and polish it deserves. He got into the car without saying a word. As we were leaving, she was still pleading. Wait, honey, please. We can sort this out. I love you. I promise we can make it work. But I need money to give us the life we deserve. After that day, I never saw my stepmom again. My dad says she texts him regularly saying, Let's be a family again. I'll get treatment. I will get rid of my shopping addiction. If she were telling the truth, I'd consider helping her. But we all know her history of manipulation. Maybe learning to take care of herself is exactly what she needs to get better.
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.